1: Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of On to the Next One. I am Mike Hecht, and and while I proudly don the matchmaking hat once again, following UFC Vegas 58, it is with mixed emotions that we begin this program, and I'm just going to say right off the bat, for our wonderful listeners, our wonderful Otno community, we apologize, because... This is not the intro that I initially did because this is now the second time that we are recording this friggin' episode of the show because AK and I, I have to say, if there was a podcast Hall of Fame, AK and I, with this episode following UFC Vegas 58, we would be first ballot Hall of Famers with this episode. It was tremendous. We read all the listener picks. We did everything. We did check the tapes. We... Gave doo-doo away and then gave the doo-doo that we gave to you (laughs) to somebody else. And then literally, I mean literally, as we're wrapping up the show, on a beautiful sunny morning here in right outside Hilton Head, South Carolina, the power just randomly goes out in my house. Like literally just randomly goes out. And we lost everything. The power went out for five minutes. I turned the computer back on, went to the actual recording, And it was gone. It was gone. I am very angry right now, but I am trying to push these feelings down because we still want to give you a show. Because AK, who is joining me right now, AK, you're just as angry as I am. Uh, How are you? And thank you for doing this yet again.
2: My best friend, it's a good thing that you're here because I I don't know if I could go through this with anybody else. I am almost literally in tears. It's taking all my strength not to cry. We had a banger of a show. Just 90, just tight, just tight minutes talking about MMA, having a good time, having a laugh, great picks, great listener picks, great listener comments. Um, which again in this new version we, we just we're probably not gonna have time to do just uh, schedules are just not permitting right now So you guys are gonna get a little bit of a truncated version of the show We the, remember guys we spent hey, we saw all your picks. We're very happy with what you sent in We're logging it for future at uh, no point, you know distribution purposes There's still a couple of comments we're gonna read out that really stood out But otherwise, yeah getting a little bit of a shortened version of the show Mike There was one point in the show where you and I I think we took like 15 minutes and we like solved and like we fixed fighter pay we fixed uh, it. Exp- like the uh, scoring, we fixed it. Uh, like you know what to do about weight cutting, um, how to bring all the all the promotions together in a way that's fair to everyone for like a super show. It was just am- I think we like blacked out for a second, and then we said we said, it's a good thing we got that recorded because we're never repeating all that again. We're like that's it's a good thing that that is down on tape because uh, we just nailed it and we solved every problem. I think we expanded even to like you know fi- you know finding ways for world peace. We like dipped into that. That's um, gone now. It's all gone now, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to muster up that kind of that kind of inspiration again. Um, but we 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 persevere. We push on.
1: I want to run through a wall right now, but I'm not going I, to. I'm not going you know that to. That
2: beautiful wood wall. That beautiful wood paneled wall behind you. You are ready to
1: straight up Kool Aid man through it. I'm I'm not happy, but for the listeners, we got to keep it together. Yes, we we pondered multiple ways to do this. In fact, we were going to just not re-record this at all. We are going to do how this idea, this concept initially began. We are going to do a shortened version of a write-up. And we decided, no, we're just going to hit record. We're going to try this again. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a shortened version. Trust me when I tell you. We read all of your picks. And let me just say this. Those who sought redemption for the doo-doo episode, you are redeemed. Okay? Yes. You are officially redeemed. I, I remember their names. Jack Porter. Yep. Chris London. Well done
2: with this week's picks. You are redeemed. Uh, I, I want to bring back the analogy I used that is what well, was gone now. It is like at the weigh-ins when they bring in, you ha- You guys had to strip down. We brought in the box. We, we put the box. You had to step to the scale. Uh, and it is either box of shame or box of redemption. You guys made that way. You guys made championship weight with these picks. You are redeemed. It is a box of redemption for both of you gentlemen.
1: Oh, my God. I just thought of the best idea as you were talking about the box. You know what they should do from now on, just to make. Can you imagine how much more fun the weigh-in show would be if they brought out the box, they did the wait, but then they didn't say anything, and they like put a spotlight over the box. And they, just, they just raise the box, and it's either like this gloomy, doomy music, or it's like, or it's like a hallelujah song with like sh- with like sparkles flying down, like Chris Masters was making his his walk to the WWE ring, like. Oh, God, that's just so much more fun. This so is so much more dramatic.
2: This is Vegas Mike talking. you got a taste
1: for all that showmanship now. And you're like, <laughs> you're seeing it everywhere now. Oh, man, that's that's just a tremendous idea. But let's let's get down to business. We're going to rifle through these as, as, as best we yeah. can here. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about Rafael Fazeev because he is the shining light on all of this. He did the damn thing. Tremendous showing. Excellent takedown defense. Finishes RDA in the fifth round. No issue with the stoppage whatsoever. Biggest win of his career. Continues to move up the ladder. And what is great about this situation, AK, is that there's so many fun fights for Rafael Faziv right now. So many. Calls out Justin Gaethje. No one's going to complain about that one. Is there a chance this fight happens? Do you see something else? He deserves a top five guy.
2: He wants a top five guy. Uh, is a great name to call out. I don't think that's the top five guy he gets. Uh, I am leaning towards Dustin Poirier because I do not care about this Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler beef that (laughs) seems to be developing Uh, again. Hey, listen, great job by both guys. If they're, you know, setting the seeds for a future matchup, awesome fight. I'm sure, I'm sure fans would want to see, but, uh, I want Fazee to get a top 10 guy. And I don't think the, like the Poirier Chandler beef seems I don't want to say it's manufactured. I think it's real, but I just don't care for it. Uh so yeah, give me Faziv and uh and Dustin Poirier. And just to jump ahead a little, Mike, because I know we'll talk about this. Um and then I think RDA should get Chandler. And I wanted to see RDA fight Poirier for a while, but uh, you know, then he got the Fazeev fight instead, so that kind of resets that uh, that pick for me. So I'll go Fazeev gets Poirier, uh Dos Anjos gets Chandler, and whatever. Poirier can Chandler and Chandler can fight each other some some other time down the road.
1: I didn't think we'd really see a time in our great sport where Multiple people are calling out Justin Gaethje because that's usually like the boogeyman fight. Like no one says that guy's name, and now everyone seems to be saying that guy's name. Matush Gamrot called out Gaethje as well. I love his win over Arman Sarukian. That fight is not going to get enough attention. Doesn't will not get the love that it deserves in the f- in the the archives of UFC fights and fight cards. I just feel like the Vaziv finish of a former champion just means more right now, especially since most people thought. Not most people, but a lot of people thought Gamrod actually lost that fight to Sarukiad. So Gamrot Gaichi would be awesome, but we're giving Fazeev what he wants. Give him Gaichi, Who is, I mean, I mean—I'm—I feel like a psychopath with how excited I am to see those two guys just fire hands and feet at each other. Do it at MSG. Do it in Vegas. Do it anytime. I don't care. I know Gaichi is about to get some nose surgery, so I feel like the timing will line up perfectly for November, December. Let's just do it. I don't care if it's five rounds. I don't care if it's a fight in a main event. I don't care if it's on a pay-per-view card. That fight is friggin' awesome. That is great. Uh, there is there's, there's
2: a genuine bloodlust in your eyes uh, talking about that fight. And not just from us losing. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's where most of it of, comes
1: from. But, that's where most of it comes from, but definitely also just from talking about this fight. Yeah. Now I'm making that fight nine rounds. RDA gauging. <laughs> Someone has to pay for Someone our, has our to pay fight. for, for all lost. this. <laughs> it's those two guys. But none of us will really pay. It'd be great. Now, RDA... You mentioned it. I feel like he should go all in on this Conor McGregor fight. I feel like it actually makes sense to do it now. Like, this would probably be the only thing to keep RDA really motivated. And I feel like it's a good opportunity for Conor to come back. I would still slightly favor RDA, but I think... I think Connor's striking, if he could just not get it, taken it down, I think he's got a good chance to win, but I would still slightly mm-hmm. favor RDA. If not, it's just going to be a rough road for RDA because he's going to have to fight probably Sarukian, and that just sucks for him really terribly. So if I'm him, I'm just saying, hey, Connor, bulk up all you want. Let's do it at 170. Let's go try to get Connor salivating for that fight. Otherwise, yikes. It's, just, yeah, I, I, it's not going to be good. I hope
2: that happens because he's still going to have a number to his name when our next edition of the rankings come out. Uh, he's still a former UFC champion. He still has. He's still a legend in the sport. And there's a lot of people who would love to add all that to uh, to their own resumes.
1: Kyle Baraglio is now two and zero in the UFC. Gets the win, second consecutive main event. It was uh, we weren't expecting quite a middleweighty middleweight fight between him <laughs> and Aaron Petrogian, but yeah, that's kinda, what that we got. Was. <laughs> that's what we got, and. Uh, I think we need to test Mr. Baraglio moving forward. I initially wanted to see my pick fight Joaquin Buckley, but Joaquin Buckley is now fighting in Paris against Nasruddin Imabaf. Big opportunity. So my pick is a guy who can test him on the feet, hang on the ground, can be offensive with his wrestling, and maybe put Baraglio on his back a little bit. Phil Haas is my pick, AK. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah, very popular listener pick. A lot of people sent that one in. Uh, I went with Edmund Shabazian. Uh, I'll, I'll, this is a guy who gets thrown out in our show a lot. I not know a lot because people were trying to find sort of the right matchup for Edmund um, to get him back to that, that sort of that golden boy status he had when he was just running through people in the first round. Uh, Bahagio stylistically, I understand, might not be that guy. Most of the questions around uh, MN Shabazzian revolve around his grappling defense. We've seen Bahagio, very strong offensive grappler. But I like that Shabazzian has changed camps. I think he's still young. I think maybe, you know, I would I want, I assume grappling defense is something he's put an emphasis on. So I have no problem with seeing it get tested. Um, I think it's also a good name for Bahagio. I just don't know where he is as a prospect yet. Clearly a very strong guy, um, could be a top 15 guy sooner rather than later. But I am not. I don't need to throw him in there yet. Um, I still have Edmund ranked fairly highly, probably just coming off of um, – because he had a win over Brad Tavares so long ago. Um, so, yeah, for me, this benefits both guys. But you'll face a guy who is, I think in my opinion, still, e- still definitely a top 30 middleweight, maybe closer to top 25 for me. I understand why people would have dropped him out of there. And for Edmund, um, you know, face a guy who's sort of on the come up. And if you can defuse him, regain some of your, uh, some of your career momentum.
1: Yeah, they got something with this guy. He just needs to go out and and, and have a just run somebody over and get a great fit. He's, good. So, he's, he's good. good. He's good. He's good. He's good. He could talk. They got something with him. The fight nerd thing. He's embracing it. Good. Fantastic. On Fantastic. Sayan Dermagamadov, just another exciting name, AK, in this super fun bantamweight division. Great win. Douglas Silva is no pushover whatsoever. DSA showed up and wanted a bang. He wanted a brawl, and it was just a crazy fight. I enjoyed it very much, uh, especially comparing it to the co-main event. Unanimous nod for Nurmagomedov. 135, it's just so much fun, my best friend. How do how do we book this, this individual after a, a great fight on Saturday?
2: All right, so I kind of got my Nurmagomedov situations mixed up in a bad way. So uh, when Umar Nurmagomedov, no relation, when Umar Nurmagomedov recently won, I said, give him Rob Font because I think Umar is as wor- a top 10 talent. Give him a top 10 guy. That's the way to go. And I've done the same for Said Nurmagomedov. I want him to fight the Corey Sanhagen-Song Yadong loser that just became official for September 17th. And I'm thinking maybe I should have switched that around. Maybe I should have Umar get the Sanhagen-Song uh, Yadong loser and had Saeed uh, face Rob Font. But but I'm, I'm standing by this. I'm standing by this. I'm okay with this. I still think Umar-Rob Font, great matchup. And I know people, let's say if uh, Sanhagen lost a song, they might say like Said versus Corey Sanhagen is a bit too soon. And it probably is. But if Sanhagen loses a song, I, he'll, he'll be on a losing streak. Again, it's a losing streak that includes a title fight. So, you know, you kind of always have to take those with a grain of salt. Um, he'll be on a losing streak. And he'll. I don't think he can be picky about who he fights. And I think a guy like Saeed, I think it would be a f- super fun fight. I think it's a guy if he beats him. Uh, it it means a lot because Saeed is definitely someone people are watching now. He's like five and one in the UFC right now. And, and Song obviously makes a lot of sense. Song is closer to Saeed in the rankings right now. If he lost, uh, then uh, then you you match him up with Saeed. It just makes sense for both guys, and they both kind of jockey for a, for a top ten ranking. But yeah, I'm comfortable saying either Sam Hagen or Song Yadong next for um, Saeed and Magomedov. I'm pretty high in him as, as a prospect, even in the loaded 135 pound division.
1: Love the pick. I'm. I can't give it justice because the actual way I relayed this pick in the original recording was just so oh. much better. I was so happy to say Victor Henry's name. This is the opposite of middleweighty middleweights. This is bantamweighty bantamweights. Sayyidur Magomedov versus Victor Henry is great. I finally get to say his name on the show, not reading a listener pick. This is the one. I'm so pumped. This is the way this should go. And if, you, if we still had the recording of the first one, I mean, angels would have been singing. But let's move on to Chase Sherman, a.k.a. How about Chase Sherman? Doing the damn thing. Keeps the career going. Gets a bonus. He stops Jared Vandera, who probably is not long for this UFC world after last night. And Vandera's a fun guy. He looks different every time he fights. He looks like a different human being every time he fights. Just the fight IQ, I just don't know where it is. Like, I just don't get it. But Sherman gets it done. Late stoppage in the third round, and I don't mean, like, late referee stoppage. I mean, technically, you could actually make the argument there if you really wanted to, but gets a stoppage late in the fight, and it's Beast Boy time, AK. It's Chase Sherman versus Chris Barnett. That's the fight. We're not getting a friends forever because I already know what your pick is, but yours is fun. yours is, <laughs> you yours is equally as fun. Yours is equally as fun.
2: You had hoped, yeah. And and this is yeah. Uh, Chris Burnett, popular listener pick. This was also a popular listener pick. I want to see Sherman in there with William Knight. I need to see this contrast of styles and experience and and of course body types. That's always hilarious to me. Nowhere more so than at heavyweight. Do you see like again a a more diverse uh, pairing of potentially diverse pairing of bodies. So I would love to see Sherman and Knight face off uh, both after the you know the ceremonial, not ceremonial, excuse me, but like after the weigh-ins and then on uh, on fight night. It just it would look cool. And I and, and legitimately, legitimately, I think it's kind of a fun test for William Knight if he decides to stay at heavyweight because um, I, I think he has a future at light heavyweight, but. It's a, it is just a tough weight cut. He's, he has an unfortunate uh, – un- this is the only time you'll ever refer to William Knight as having an unfortunate body type. Uh, almost like um, Tiago Alves where like he's he's really stocky. Like he's really stocky but he's not a tall guy for his uh, – for like let's say uh, like light heavyweight. He – or uh, heavyweight, excuse me. So he's if he stays a heavyweight, he's going to be undersized. He's going to be this short, stocky guy and I love that. I hope that's what happens. I hope he doesn't stress his body out anymore and he just enjoys all the steak and meat and whatever it is that he eats to to look like that um, for the rest of his life and doesn't, you know, doesn't have to dehydrate himself. But so, yeah, so my my ideal is he stays a heavyweight and ends up fighting guys like Chase Sherman and who knows someday falls ass backwards into a top 10 ranking or something. But um, yeah, a lot of great options for Sherman. Saved his UFC career probably. Got an extra 50 Gs. God bless America.
1: Speaking of country pride, Canada got themselves a win, A.K. Eamon Zahabi, gets it done, he does it in front of good old GSP, I mean, talk about pressure on you. GSP flies to Vegas just to watch you fight, a lot of people saying Eamon Zahabi's new nickname should be Ariel Hawani, because they kind of do look alike, but he beats Ricky Tercios, who just... Tried to throw a lot and landed nothing. Like this was like this was like Craig Graybeck baseball numbers <laughs> in the nineteen like in the early nineteen nineties where he went like one for eighty seven at one stretch. Like this is what Ricky Tertius is throwing in there. Eleven percent strikes landed, over two hundred plus strikes thrown. That's bad. It's really bad. Sahabi threw Eamon Sahabi, threw, Eamon Sahabi threw half Avin Sabi threw half the amount of strikes and landed double what Ricky Tercios landed. It's just crazy. So, sahabi has got a win streak, AK. What are we doing? Who was louder, though, Mike? Who was louder? Ask yourself that
2: um i was uh as i uh, oh i i didn't mention on this version of the show but i i was kind of half watching this show i had the night off as far as work w- work was going but i, I had people just you know i was with people and things like that but uh, i did have the card on, uh, on a laptop or something and so i could hear you know every now and then i was listening to the, to the fights and of course this fight the audio was quite memorable um, Ricky Tercios, very loud. The commentary talking about Ricky a lot, so I thought like I thought Ricky was like 10-8ing uh, Eamon every round, but every time I looked over, I actually watched the fight, I was like, I don't see, like, Ricky landing much. I think he landed, like, three strikes in the first round or something, which is, again, considering how much he moved and keyed and actually threw, is quite astonishing. So, uh, but yes, for the winner, Eamon Zahabi, uh, I want to be a little bit slow with it, but I also want to give him another guy who's kind of on the rise... Uh, Mario Batista. Mario Bautista, super impressive lately Probably deserves to fight forward Not backward But I still think he has a little more to prove Also the division super deep So I don't feel the need to rush him <clears throat> I don't I don't feel the need to rush him up Against a top 30 guy uh, Let's see I just give him another kind of fun Challenging matchup here And let's see where he goes with it Because if Mario Bautista can run through Eamon Zahabi Very strong technical uh, striker then then we really know what we have something, Batista, and i'll I'll happily give him a top twenty five top twenty guy and then the next time we uh, we ought to know for him.
1: I explained this better in the first one, but literally, I basically just went to a list of bantamweights weights in the UFC and scrolled down and just hit stop and Trevin Jones was the guy. It, it's a fun fight and it makes sense. I like so it. let's do it. Uh, yeah. Jamie Malarkey. Fun scrap with Michael Johnson. I went into this a lot more because I, I said it on Twitter to everybody that I was going to rewatch this fight because I just didn't understand Malarkey getting the nod here. Didn't say it was a robbery. I just felt Johnson won the first and he won the third. Second was clearly Malarkey. It's insane. Went back and watched it this morning. I'm not going to be as happy about it now because I'm just so angry about losing the first recording, but I still scored a 29 28 Johnson after the rewatch. Johnson had a clear knockdown. I know Malarkey had Johnson hurt. It looked like he might have gotten a knockdown, but he wasn't given the knockdown. wasn't scored a knockdown. I'm not... It was a great fight. Tremendous fight. It just sucks that Michael Johnson only gets half his paycheck. Yes, he got 50 Gs. That kind of softens the blow a little bit. But he should have gotten a flat fee plus 50 Gs for a fight like that. Good win for Malarkey. Great name to have on the resume. And I think he should fight Alexander Hernandez next, AK.
2: Uh... Uh, kind of like you did for Eamon Zahabi. I kind of just had to go to the rankings here. Uh, so I landed on Ricky Glenn, who's in Malarkey-ish range uh, in, my, in my rankings. Uh, coming up, dealing with a groin injury. Uh, that t- He had to pull out of a fight recently. But he has said that his plan was to come back late summer. I don't know if that's getting changed now. But again, Malarkey just fought. So if Ricky Glenn needs more time to recover and wants to wait a little bit, you know, we can make this one happen in the fall. Um, so yeah, just just another potential fight of the night there. And uh and, uh, you know, another fight for Malarkey to kind of show, um, you know, how much, of a, how much of an actual contender he might be. He had a great fight with Brad Riddell, too. So, look, I don't know if he's just a bonus-getting wild man. Uh, but uh, I'm very excited to find out. And I think Ricky Glenn, just solid test.
1: Yeah, I like that one as well. Let's go to the wild card round, AK. Yes. Everyone knows what the wild card round is. Don't need to do a full description of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't have the time. We know the time. Go. Uh, Michael Johnson. Michael
2: Johnson, like you said, ro- possibly robbed of a win. But they're not robbed of a uh, spot, uh, not in a wild card spot. So I'll go with him and uh, give a little hat tip to the listeners here who uh, recently a lot of them said, hey, Jim Miller, his next fight, throw him in there with another veteran. Uh, you know, whoever wins the Michael Johnson Malarkey fight. Or sorry, a lot of people said win, lose or draw. Just Michael Johnson. And I agree. That's that's the way to go. Two guys with a hell of a lot of fights. This is Michael Johnson's 26th UFC appearance, which I know is no, is no Jim Miller which is crazy to say because 26 UFC fights is more, more fights in the UFC than most people have in their entire pro careers. Um, but uh, then, again, you're, holding, you're comparing to Jim Miller, so there you go. Uh, but yeah, great great fight for both guys. Uh, Jim Miller, I think, would love to take it. He'd love to fight anybody, but it'd be fun to fight someone who has, you know, at least a, a lot of experience, UFC experience as opposed to... Um, before the cowboy fight, some guy, he was fighting some guys in their debuts, some guys with one UFC fight. Just crazy. He'll literally match up with anyone. Let's give him somewhere, someone a little bit closer um, as far as experience goes. So, yeah, I'm down for Michael Johnson, Jim Miller. Put that in a pay-per-view somewhere, and uh, let's roll.
1: Love that fight. I was going to go with Cody Brundage because I felt like he got hosed out of a bonus for just starching Sean Gore, doing it on the feet. I love the post-fight after. I thought we were going to wrestle. I thought we were here to wrestle. Hilarious.
0: Hilarious. Knocks
1: about. It was great. Great performance to Cody. He's very happy with it. I thought he should have got a bonus. Uh, I was going to give him the opportunity, but the listeners did, and they're throwing this man to the wolves. Pretty much every pick we got was Brundage against a monster, and I'm down for all those things. I'm pretty high on Cody. I think he's starting to get the confidence going to Factory X, but I didn't go with that. I'm going with David Onama. Fun fight with Garrett Armfield. I like Garrett Armfield as a prospect. I like him better as a Bantamweight prospect, but he stepped in on short notice, fought David Onama. They had fought before, had a decision. Garrett Armfield brought the fight to Onama. I just knew at some point the size, the strength, the short notice nature of this all was going to catch up to him, and that's what happened. Onama puts him to sleep with an arm triangle. It's time for the uh, the vet test. I guess a very durable guy and Juicy J, Julian Arosa. I'm sorry I had to say it again, AK, you know, uh. on the record, but it is what it is. I, I just want to see... What happens when Onama absolutely cracks somebody and he's just like, okay, I'm going to keep punching you back? Like That's what I want to see. I think this is a good test. And I feel that if, you can, if you're if you an up-and-coming 45-er and you beat Juliana Rosa, you're going to be a top-ten guy. At least you know, it, my, that's the way I see it.
2: The one the one thing I don't regret about losing is uh, how many times we said Juicy J on the initial recording. We said and that a lot. I, we said it a lot, and every time I said it, I felt more disgusted. So, him and Brandon Royval, I'll tell you, I don't know who else <laughs> the worst nickname. But if I can avoid saying them ever again in the future, or even referring to them, I will.
1: Wait, what's what's Royval's nickname?
2: I'm not. You know what? It's not coming to me right now. I just know I'm not a. Isn't you know, it I'm supposed not... to be like the year um, of this nickname? Uh, you know, I see people saying that, and I don't know why they say that. I, I, it's inaccurate. Um, it is not the year of. Don't, I'm not going to say it. You almost got me.
1: Oh, you, you. Yeah, I thought you were. I was coming out. Thought it was going no, to happen. That was going to happen. All right. Uh, so that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Again, oh, no. Oh, by wait, the way, no, I'm going to go to you. I'm going go to go to you, AK. Yeah, yeah. Do let's your let's thing. Do quick,
2: let's do our quick check the tape segment. This, this is worth Again, we're not going to do listener picks this week, guys. And I, again, apologies. Just the technical difficulties just. We did them. <laughs> I promise you we did them. And we did them for like were 40 so good. minutes. We, we, we were mad at you sometimes. We, show, we love you guys. The most important thing you guys know is we loved the picks you guys sent in and the comments you guys sent in this week. It was just phenomenal stuff. So much stuff for Mike and I to bounce off of uh shout outs to first of all romello reyes roe i'm sorry this is your it's your first time um but i did want to say i did see your picks uh, and they were not doo-doo they were very very good and i really appreciate you um, Obviously, so that was a nice first timer um one more first timer i want to mention before i i do our mic check here Uh not mic check, excuse me check the tapes uh reese reese at the spicy gambler who somehow got this amazing um Twitter handle. We saw your picks as well. Shout out. I will make sure. Remind me, remind me when you DM me, I will read out your all your picks next time. You and uh Roe on email. Okay. Uh so the check the tapes. This show was called the There Can Be Only One Edition. Courtesy of Marcus McGee. So thank you, Marcus, for the show name. Mike, a, a point to you, sir. Uh one that I would hope you would share with the listeners. This was well a popular pick. Uh Mackenzie Dern, Jan Xiaonan. Looks like that's happening October first. So please, in your infinite mercy and wisdom, um, you know, sprinkle some of that solo point. Uh Part of it to the to the listeners.
1: I am going to do that. Uh, I also got points for Lupi Godinez and Angela Hill. Uh, I'm foregoing all of my points for Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady. Oh, yes. Uh, I was right the whole entire time. I knew when Bilal Muhammad <laughs> called out Colby Covington that this is exactly the fight he was going to get. Yes. Uh, but I'm giving my points or at least my my share of the points to the uh, Otno coin collector who sent in a tremendous e- email. Yes. Yes. I, I will get to that in a second. Uh, I did want
2: to shout out Jonathan Hotz. Sam Hughes versus Pier- Piera Rodriguez, uh, October 15th. Didn't see anyone else who had this? Well done, Jonathan. Please take this point. Use it wisely. Don't go to Vegas like Mike and just blow it on all kinds of unsavory Vegasy things. Invest it. This is for you, for your family, for generations of, of your family. It, it will. This one point can go so far. Uh, and yes, especially according to Otno Coin Collector, who's really kind of... Jumped right into the uh, the no point scene. I'll read this email. Uh, this, this is a great way to send us out. Traditional crypto has, been, has not been performing to the same level of this newly emerging friendship currency. Mike, friendship, much stronger than the blockchain. The strongest blockchain of all, one might say. That's right. We of the Otno trading public graciously accept a 0.5% increase, uh, a 0.5%, excuse me, of increased Otno no future gains established by the strong hand of Mike Heck. His hostile takeover of the RoboCop versus Chidi and Jaquani point was a sour pill at first. It had me stewing over the potential mic check, but cooler heads prevailed, and it is still better than what the banks are offering currently. With these marginal gains, I hope to establish a foundation for doo-doo Pickers everywhere, so that they too <laughs> can benefit in spite of pathetically researched picks. Ah, no coin collector. Thank you so much. So so charitable, and what a lovely and uh, informed, well-informed message.
1: Yes, well done, and that's why you get my Brady Muhammad share of the points. The there election. you go. So, well done. Anything else? No, Mike. I wish. I wish. I wish we had time for for
2: anything else. Uh, but that I believe that is it for this week.
1: So I'm just gonna lay out a couple of things. Um, yes. Kennedy and Chachuco versus Alonzo Menafield. We we gave out a warning uh, if you yes. match those two guys up because. <laughs> Although, Menafield does a little more cross-training in the Dallas area. goes to multiple gyms. Those two guys do mm-hmm. train together. Safe Zayud corners both of them. Yep. So, future ones will be considered doo-doo. Yes. Uh, anything involving Brennan Allen and Christoph Jocko moving forward until October 1st, I will put this out there. This this is not doo-doo if you picked either of those guys because there was a couple. Both those guys were thrown in there for Cairo Baraglio. Uh, Brennan Allen told James Lynch at the Hall of Fame red carpet, that he had already signed the contract. He's fighting the middleweighty, middleweight champion of the UFC, Christoph Jocko, October 1st. So I'm throwing that out there into the world. So there you go. And then just another- Warnings, one. just warnings, just warnings. Yeah, no warnings, no doo-doo at all. None, no doo-doo. And any doo-doo we gave in the first recording, we passed along to uh, Fox Sports news reporter said dumb things about Canada. And, yes. and it's just dumb, just dumb. <laughs> so all yes. the doo-doo points for them. And I think that's it. And by the way, just another strong thing, just for future reference, if there's a fight that was a rematch, put two or three please. or however many times yeah, they fought, please. just so we know. And then please. the other thing is, if a fighter's, if you're picking a matchup with a fighter that's already booked, please put the winner of, the loser of, win or lose, uh-huh. some, sort yes. of, some sort of extra, extra credit, if you will, so yeah. we know so that we you know. know what's happening. Yeah, so
2: we know that you know. Uh, and one special note: I want to shout out Ro again, again our first timer, for po- reminding me that because uh, he he suggested possibly Hakramanov versus Umar or as a rematch, and I had actually forgotten that they had fought in the PFL. So that's a very cool deep cut that was a while ago, and I think like four years ago. So um, well done, well done. That was a uh, and any mention of the PFL uh, on the show is always uh, is always welcome. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you, Ro. But again, I will read your picks again next time because we just we just didn't have time this week.
1: Okay, uh, so that's it. Saturday, UFC is back. Long Island, East Coast love. Digging it. Prelims, 11 a.m. Eastern. Insane. Yes.
2: Insane.
1: 2 p.m. Eastern. Main card on ABC. Brian Ortega, Yair Rodriguez, Michelle Waterson, Amanda Lemos, Lee Jing Leong, Muslim Salakoff, Matt Schnell, Sumadarji, Shane Burgos, Charles Jordan, Lauren Murphy, Misha Tate, amongst others. Uh, a- according to the ESPN Fight Center, we have lost one of the fights. Phil Rowe, Abu Bakar. Nmaga Madoff will be rescheduled for a later date. So oh. we'll have 12 fights on this card uh, that starts at 11 a.m. Eastern. And then they're in London. And the prelims for that card starts at noon Eastern. So we are in for some East Coast love for the next two weeks. And we'll be in for some much more refreshing matchmaking and hopefully much more refreshing electricity in the <laughs> area where I live. Oh, because I am still heard, pissed. If I'm people could have heard angry. that
2: show... Our podcast, our you know whatever the podcast version of an Oscar or Emmy is, we were gonna Mike that show was gonna win it. That's
1: AK, the show we that's the show we would have submitted. Ak and I were gonna be wearing tuxes on a stage, thanking MMA fighting and the Otto no listeners for this episode. And you think we're making this up? I'm dead serious. We were at an hour and thirty four minutes in the it power window. So I was literally you about were to do the close of the show. You were doing
2: this part right now. You were doing this part like h- a half an hour ago.
1: Yeah, I'm so freaking mad. But listen, we got it done. We came back. We did it. We gave you something. And please forgive us for not reading all the picks. I promise you we'll make it up to you. You know what, AK? I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. Hopefully uh-huh. you agree with this. Uh-huh. Live show next week. Yeah. To make it up to them. Live show. UFC yes. Long Island will be fresh possibly, as daisies. Possibly. Are we,
2: think, are we saying possibly Saturday night? I don't want to throw anything. promise anything we can't do.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll ponder it. Okay, we'll We'll pond. We'll, pond. we'll figure it out. We'll do we'll do yeah, we'll do a live one. Maybe Saturday night, maybe Sunday morning. But either way, we're gonna be fresh as daisies. Alright, we owe we owe you guys. We're going live. We'll go live next week. But until then, everybody, thank you. UFC Vegas fifty eight in the books from matchmaking perspective. We'll be back next week talking UFC on ABC slash UFC Long Island. And always remember everybody, don't take this stuff too seriously. MMA is supposed to be fun and we're gonna have a lot of fun with some East Coast love, UFC style. Next week on on to the next one, the podcast. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.
0: The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov, and Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel, the realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the US, and visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Dumbay fight here in the US, so make sure you don't miss it.